Tonight on Thought Rockets, episode five, I'm Corey. <laughs> Just look, do it separately, and I'll patch them together later, because you're killing it, dude. This is a motherfucker. I know, here. it's just getting worse. We're still gonna do an outro. Hurry up. Tonight on episode five of Thought Rockets, I'll be going. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, right, I got it, I got it. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Is Dustin, Konnichiwa, and Kevin, Ola, Prince, Prostitution, Blackface. How are they related? They're not, but stay tuned because we talk about it. Yeah. Snapchat. What happened with Snapchat recently? Ooh. To, to honor Bob Marley, Blackface. They released a Bob Marley thing, so it looks like you're blo- uh, blob. blob. You're Bob Marley. And the internet was in an uproar. Offended. Because blackface is offensive. Agree or disagree? I agree. Uh, I agree that blackface is offensive. No, no, I'm just joking. I, don't, I mean, but, get over yourself. But um, the, the, what is it, a filter? Yeah, The sure. filter is not really offensive. Yeah. I mean, it's just his face. What, it's are they going to make face. it white for the white people? Right, that That's make not sense. Bob Marley. Then it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, they've done other filters. That would be like Bob Marley and like, me. Yeah, like why wasn't it offensive when they did whiteface? I guess because the reverse racism doesn't really apply well, in that yeah. case because of the historical context. But they did like Leo DiCaprio and shit like that. And yeah. it's just like... You want it to be accurate to the person because that's the point. Like, Get over yeah, yourself. You're imbuing this with racism that isn't actually yeah, absolutely. There. Yeah, you, it's stupid. Only black people can yeah. use. We that can appreciate filter. Bob Marley's exactly. face and put it on a white person. Yeah, like just not racist. get the subject. Like they're it's not fucking, trying yeah. to. You're just being stupid. Yeah, you can't just fucking. Let's just stop doing that, right? Let's yeah, the only other option against the edge of something like that. It's like, all right, well. This is really that bad. Sure. By definition, this is that bad. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. This is good. This is fine. And it's not that I am, like, opposed to, like, PC culture and all that shit. But, like, there's those things where it's just, like, there's people who take it too far. And we're still kind of learning. We still don't really know where the boundaries are. There's really no, like, demarcation that is clear for, like, when you're going too far and when you're not. And this is just one case where I disagreed with a lot of people. Yeah, I just, just like, this is not offensive. Yeah, I mean... Of course, it's like not good to insult people, but that's not insulting. I mean, let's just—if it yeah. was like meant in a good gesture, let's just take that for what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's just—it's just cool. It's a cool thing that is now on Snapchat. Cool. I would say awesome. the other option would have been without the face, just a Ross the hat and dreads, and that would have been way more offensive because right. that would have seemed like a yeah. super stereotype yeah. and not even been specific yeah. to Bob Marley. Right, Fuck that's you. funny. People would have been way more mad about that. It could have yeah. been worse. It could have been. So, I guess I, so, anything is terrible now. Yeah, whenever pick you your do fucking anything. battles, please. Absolutely, waste society's time with that shit. Yeah, there's a, other shit we could actually worry about. There's a filter now where it puts a cat on your head. So I mean, so get fuck, offended dude. about that. That's literally promoting cat decapitation. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> animal abuse is wrong. Don't separate cats' heads from their bodies and put it on your own head. If you're Very going nice. to beat them, leave them intact. Rob Stark learned a valuable <laughs> lesson about animal heads being placed on the heads of humans. The more you know. No, we do not promote animal abuse. Unless. Just, like, self-abuse. <laughs> Unless the animal's abusing a person. Abusing, That's kind of funny. abusing you. That my cat is my dom, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> my cat beats the shit out of me. My cat's my master. Oh. 
Oh. I love my cat. Especially when he calls me a piece of shit. <laughs> he makes me wear a little jingly bell necklace. <laughs> I make my cat walk me in public. <laughs> I have a cat. Even though I'm allergic. He puts me in a human taxi and just makes me go places. I'm a fucking disgusting, snotty, allergic piece of shit. On the real though, cats inferior to dogs. Can we just like throw that out right yeah, quick? Like, so, anyone who's a cat person, bow are down, you, bro. Are <laughs> you bow down right now. Go oh, I dog. love dogs way more than cats. Yeah, good, As a person good. with a cat. I would rather have a dog. <laughs> like, if I could I mean, trade him right now, I probably like, wouldn't be let's mad. Let's go to the numbers. I've body slammed way less dogs than I have cats. So. I've body slammed my own cat at least 500 times. <laughs> He's got a body slam coming. When He's I like maybe two years old, and he attacks me so often <laughs> that I just have to throw bows sometimes. Ooh. He straight fights me. Gotta fight back sometimes. No, you can't, dude. It's an animal to animal relationship. We're, a, we're like, trying to figure out who's in charge. Yeah. Sometimes my dogs <laughs> kick my ass. And sometimes I'm just like, they force me out of my own bed. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, okay. Oh, God. And then other times I'm just like, get the fuck I, I can't push back a little Get out sometimes. of my chair. <laughs> get out. Get, get out of my fucking you chair. You gotta get down now. Come here. Come here, you fucking don't. But yeah, dogs are definitely better than cats. And also... But what's, what's, what's a cat better than? Nothing. A fucking lizard, dude. Yeah, all right. No, I'm lizards are tight. They're lizards cool. are pretty cool. I like lizards, but like, you know, in terms of like being a pet or companionship, yeah. what are you looking for out of a pet? Really, is the question. Uh, oh, this is a good topic. Let's go here. I'm uh, a raccoon. Everything a raccoon has, I <laughs> yeah, want. Opposable in my, in a thumbs. Pet. They could yeah. like hang out. They could like do handshakes. Yeah. With I was gonna you. say it's super articulated, like like fingers and yeah. digits and stuff. For dude. sure, I'm all about that. For sure. The, the main thing for me with why dogs are better than cats is just the obedience. Like your cat does not. Listen to you, it doesn't respond. It does. It can learn, but doesn't care. A dog will sit when you tell it to sit, come when you tell it to come, and shut the fuck up when you tell it to shut up. Right now, but the cat will just start scratching you, and you can literally punch it, and it will just keep scratching. (laughs) Yeah, I don't actually beat animals. No, I well, well, I mean. Sometimes, Sometimes he starts it coming depending on. What I don't beat him, but uh, I hit him. I hit him. I hit him. Yeah, I just give him a nice, like, a little baseball bat, to a little the tap chin here so and there. Like, uh, yeah, man, what are you looking for in a pet? What do just, I look for yeah. in a pet? What are you looking just for? Just a, a rad ass. It doesn't have yeah. to be super obedient at all. Like, I'll be more of a liberal, progressive parent yeah. with my child in that regard. But like, if they're just cool and they love me and shit, we're hanging out. I just like to hang out with yeah, animals. Dude, I want to fucking, I want a hawk, dude. I want to be like, a, okay. I want to get into falconry. Oh, so you're talking like, what is like the tightest pet I think I could have? Well, now I'm moving into that realm. Oh, that's now. that's a whole different. Yeah, that's another. That's another story. I'm moving into that realm now. Because if know. I could have a dolphin, that would be fucking <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, I like that. Quality time doesn't sound very satisfying. With that. I mean, no, you can ride I him mean, no, dolphins are hard, dude. Yeah. yeah, you can just chill with them for real. Right, but I mean, don't you need to like an ocean or a huge pool. Yeah. So really or you out. could just fill your house up with water. While we're making wishes. All right. Yeah. Pool to go along with that. Right. Yeah. If we can get the wish. Hey, uh, let's do it. Um, <laughs> fucking Shazam. Can I get a fucking swimming pool to go along <laughs> with that dolphin? Yeah. Robin Williams grant me a few <laughs> wishes. Really infinite. He didn't get yeah. three. Did he? Thanks, he got Jamie. way more. Yeah, he got a whole he got, lot. He belonged to him. Well, yeah, because oh, he, yeah, he didn't right, belong right. to him. He set him free. Right, yeah, that was the whole point. You yeah, got three was, wishes, right. but if you use one of your wishes to set the genie free, there's nothing to stop him from Wait, doing anything ah, he could possibly yeah. do. That's fucking So, me. since Al was the one who set him free, he uh, uses magic for him all the a time. Lot. Cool. That's basically what I want in a pet, actually. It's something that can magically give me everything I that want. Would that tight. would be the best that pet. Be We're going with genie. 
Number Genie. one pet. Yeah. Number one yeah. pet. Nicely done. Nicely done. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to slide things over to another topic here. Uh, pieces of shit. How like do you a, feel about those? Literal? Like pieces? corn, peanuts. What do you <laughs> okay. like in your shit? Um, usually a little bit of dog food. Yeah, lots of dog food. <laughs> Definitely hunks of dog Definitely food. Definitely Purina one. And what I mean are like terrible people. Do you have like a, a list perhaps of people you think are absolutely terrible yeah. by chance? Other than like my father or like, Oh god. I've been thinking about some people that are just, or just like extra shit bags. I just think are terrible people. You set the pace. What do I got? Alright, number one on my list. But not number one in the in regard that I think she is the number one piece of shit. Yeah. But she's the first one. Corey on the hates list. women. That's what we're getting out. Here of Here we go. Here <laughs> she is. Sylvia Brown, though, is on the list. She came to mind almost immediately just because she was a psychic. I don't remember how she got her start. Was she the one that was on Montel a yeah, whole bunch? Montel Williams. So Montel really? Williams. Was she the lady that told on. people their kids were dead when yeah, they were? Yeah. yeah, that's one of the oh, things she did. She, she told, told like a Sean Hornbeck's family that. Really? Yeah. I don't even know, but. Uh, you yeah, remember Sean Hornbeck? Yeah, I remember yeah. That, that whole thing. Was mm-hmm. that who that was, though? So she uh, said she the kid was alive. Times. Yeah, but, but he did. was alive or something. Oh, no, she said, she said he was dead. He was dead, but he yeah. was alive. Uh-huh. And she did a bunch of things like that, just terrible predictions, and was scummy. Because, like, to call her, and, like, obviously dozens of people believe the woman and called her, and she was a popular psychic, so probably even more than dozens, hundreds. It but it was, like, yeah. $100 for an hour to talk to her. It was just, like, crazy rates. That's a lie. It was probably more. Oh, yeah, it was definitely more. But, yeah, she, like, just stole from people she just lied to their face and took massive amounts of money from people and she also predicted that she would die 11 years after she actually did die which I think is funny yeah so that's like a fucking uh, that was a miss miss there yeah Yeah. that was a Uh, miss we're not gonna forget that miss off target you got, a, you got an asshole, Kev? Like, who's, like, <laughs> like, like, what's who's hanging fucking, out of your asshole right now? Like, not, not the one between your cheeks. <laughs> well, and not the one on, there's a couple, not the one on your backside. There's a couple between my cheeks. Um, <laughs> Are we talking famous people, assholes? Whoever. Whatever. But yeah, probably not just yeah. a dude you know. I'm just saying, because daddy's number one for me. My father. <laughs> my father? <laughs> number one piece of shit. Excellent choice. <laughs> to be honest Excellent with you. Choice. Thanks a lot, dad. Yeah, like if you're listening to this one day, I hope you're dead already. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this from the afterlife. Oh, we just cut deep. We just cut deep. K-Bones brought the baggage to this podcast, man. Did you have one? Because I can go on like my uh, list right now it's continues. like robert de niro with that autism movie okay he's like pushing hard it's i don't think stupid. he's being a piece of shit but he is being stupid yeah he's that he is yeah i guess that's a good distinction yeah. all right so my piece is a shit man um do, well, do you want to elaborate on the De Niro background, or didn't we talk about that? I did, I did we talk about it? Well, if well, we didn't talk about it. I know it, Robert we, De Niro. We have all talked about it. I don't yeah. know if we talked about it on yeah, the podcast. Robert De Niro is like at a film festival. And he owns they, it, like, I think. It's yeah, his he, film festival, is, it, is that what it is? Yeah, and now he's like, going to show, like, show a movie made by the guy who says that like vaccinations give you all the Yeah, it's, it's Andrew Wakefield's documentary, faux documentary, really, but um, it's anti-vax bullshit, and De Niro originally was just like, we're going to show this, but then everyone was just like... Bet not, and he was, not. Like, he was like, "Okay, I, I won't show it." But then he did an interview on like Good Morning America or something, and he was just like, well, "I think we should talk about this, though." And I don't think it's been really examined, even though it's like done and it's the, been blown yeah, out of the water the dirt. quite it's a done. few times. It's fucking over with. But yeah, he's just being a dummy, and he's trying to do the equal time for equal sides or whatever the fuck all that bullshit is. But the yeah, false dichotomy. Yeah, I don't think he's like outright hurting people. He's just ignorant of the yeah. situation and yeah. being a dumb dumb. He's just so. being like, yeah, he's being like an old man, being a little dumb dumb. Definitely an old song. person thing yeah. to do. Yeah, super old person thing yeah. to do. 
Speaking of autisms, though, we watched the Indigo Kids movie. Ooh, oh, autismos. Autismo. Like, let's like define what an Indigo Kid is, and then we'll go it's, from there. To me, I would just say it's a kid with ADD whose parents think they're special snowflakes yeah, they're and kid, yeah. tell them that they're psychic instead and fuck up their entire lives. Right. So was, like, that, was that your takeaway? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty yeah. much. It's that. It's like ADD, ADHD, autism, Asperger's. personalities. Yeah, yeah, any kind of like, right. like behavioral disorder or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Developmental behavioral yeah. disorder that absolutely. the kids are getting in massive numbers right, these yeah. days. Oh, Whatever. Probably so, yeah. because of those damn vaccines. It's parents <laughs> who thought there's like a negative connotation to the terms ADHD, ADD, uh-huh. blah, blah. So and some forth. of them don't think it exists at all. And some of them don't think or they're choosing, I guess, not to believe in it or or look at it as a, a thing, a medical thing, or whatever. So they're just like, actually, my child's special. It's an indigo child. And the kid will come to them with these stories of seeing angels and auras and fields and yeah. vibrations and all this crap. And the parents are just like, oh, yeah, no, that's real. You're really doing that because you're special. You are an, an extraordinary child. And they're just kind of pumping them up and making them kind of narcissistic. So here's something that's It was kind of a religious thing, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, when I was a kid... I was tested, like, at the for hospital. For indigoism? Not for indigoism, but actually for a learning disability, right? <laughs> okay. And, like, I had to go take, like, a special test and everything yeah. with a real doctor. It was, like... but I also the fake ones. Yeah, it was, like, there's some fake ones, right? But uh, but I when I asked other kids that I was in class with, did they have to do that to get into those classes? Yeah. And they said, no, they, they were never tested, right? They were just right. diagnosed at some point by some teacher who was just like, you need to put this gotcha. kid in, like, a class where they get more attention, Oh, right? wow, that's insane. Yeah, so I was, like, super surprised that more people's parents weren't even aware that there were tests available. Sure, to, to confirm know, To it. confirm yeah. things like that, right? And another thing that was crazy was the amount of kids who needed medication and weren't on it because I yeah. was a medicated kid. Yeah. So when I was just like, you don't take, like, medicine, they're just like, no, my mom won't let them. Yeah, or I believe it. Yeah, there was a lot of like that. My mom will let him hold Just me back. Anti-pharmacy yeah. kind of personality. Yeah, and that was a that was which like a I do think I it is a legitimate point to raise a concern. Just like okay, you can like kind of like your kid's not normal, and then they come back with, well, what is normal? And maybe they're just genuinely a different kind of person, and that's fine, and we don't need to medicate them or whatever. But like the doctor they interviewed in that documentary was saying, you know, it's just like, it's not that we're saying that per se, yeah. it's just that this is how the majority of society functions, and if you want them to do well, if you want to give them a leg up in the yeah. way that things are the way they are, then probably medicate them so yeah. they have these behavioral, exactly. these yeah. personality traits or whatever. And, it, like, you don't want to do that if you don't have to, but it's just like, this is just a great way, to, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. how society works. Yeah. We're not saying that this is the end-all, be-all, and this is what's right, That's the necessarily. thing, it bugs me to say it, but... Obviously, I can't force a parent to make their kid take a medication. Yeah. But it's one thing to not give your child the medication. It's another thing to tell your kid that they're a psychic angel. Absolutely. Yeah. I draw the line there. As a person who sees all the time parents who do not want to give their kids medication, I've accepted that into my life. That is not my choice to make. When the kid's a teenager and they can do it themselves, they can choose to do that. But... To tell them that they're basically an otherworldly being <laughs> yeah. is just a much higher level. Just, like, it's insidious, dude. That's like, crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, yeah. Don't make the kid delusional. I was going to say, and that's exactly what it is. They yeah. become narcissists. And Absolutely. then if they already have a learning disability or any sort of disorder, and now they yeah. think that they're a fucking psychic angel, right. and that's just going to fuck them up more. Yeah, now yeah. you're a detriment rather than at least trying to nourish what positive traits they do have Absolutely. or whatever. Yeah. Which, the whole thing actually gave me an idea. And since the reason they, like, adopted the indigo child 
mantra or whatever yeah, yeah. is because they thought the ADD, ADHD, Asperger's, and so forth, like words and labels were negative. They had a negative connotation, which I think they're the ones putting the negative connotation. You're absolutely right. Maybe the yeah. kid gets made up fun of in school or whatever, and like there's that yeah. part of it. But I don't think that's the general medical. It's just like there's something wrong with you, or you're bad, or whatever. I think they're the ones who are getting offended by the diagnosis mm-hmm. for absolutely. whatever reason because yeah. they're just perceiving it as negative because they think that that's what the establishment is right, the connotation yeah. they're putting on it. I think we should start using indigo as a pejorative term. <laughs> yeah, that should them. be the Just to term. show that you, we're, you put the, yeah, the meaning yeah. to the word. Yeah. You're the one doing it. So, like, every weird person I meet from now on, I'm going to call an indigo. indigo yeah. I'm going to call them an indigo. <laughs> yeah, every like, fucking you must weirdo. be an indigo. You're God a fucking indigo. Yeah. Fucking indigo. Fucking indigo. Look at that indigo over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just use it, it as a it pejorative is, term. It is, like, a weird thing that is, like, probably it just popped straight up out of the 90s. Like, it's just new, like, new age spiritualism shit. But it's also a... It's, it's like a, hippie it's a fear shit, of though. modern medicine, sure. mixed Big with pharma. I, n- no one knows my kids as much as I do. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's and good... as Corey has said before, it's it's always them. It's yeah. not us. Yeah, yeah. it's always yeah. them. It's definitely yeah. The course. establishment. There's that lady in the shot who, or in the shot in the documentary when they're she's a dentist, I guess, but she uses like holistic healing and crystals yeah. and the salt. I believe lamp. it said she lost her dentistry license and started doing holistic gotcha. dentistry yeah. as a result. That's a huge I surprise. Yeah, she's I didn't talking see about that them coming. and like uh, her daughter getting diagnosed, and she's just like, "Well, my daughter's fine. I know my baby better than any doctor yeah. could ever know my yeah. baby. And if anyone has a problem, it's them, not me. It's that's, always yeah. everyone else. It's that's, not me. That's the mantra of every like anti-vax mom. Every anti." or pseudoscientific conspiracy everything it's always I'm the enlightened one on the inside you are one of the sheep the masses the person who doesn't have this insight that I have absolutely but like one of the things that's annoying about like debating people who have odd beliefs or misconstrued beliefs in general is that they can always say the same thing about you is that you think you're the one who's enlightened and that I'm the one with the problem and it's just like we will go nowhere in this conversation but at the end of the day who has the evidence and like the most logical approach to getting as close to the truth as one can be based yeah. on the information? And it's a skeptic, brah. Yeah, it's it's a, someone who just assesses. Yeah, the it's like a fucking. Evidence. It's a logical process. It's certainly yeah. not yeah. a fucking the way you feel. It has well, nothing it's not. To do with that. It's not like we just looked at hyperactive children and we're like, oh, that's just a disorder. Yeah, it's we, not like yeah. we just stopped there. Right, More yeah. things have happened yeah, to absolutely. come up with the terms exactly. that we use. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like people that are. They're always defining terms more and more all of the time to pe- help people get treated better yeah. and covered by more and more insurances all the time. So, yeah. like, I just don't, people just really don't understand, like, the work that goes into Absolutely. making these medicines, Absolutely. figuring out these disorders. I mean, these are, like, complex yeah. disorders. And that's one of the things I think, like, when you're talking to one of these people, be it pseudoscience or conspiracy theory or whatever, is that at the end of the day, both sides just want what is best, yeah. and they're both like working towards what they think is the greater good, you know, for everybody. So that, I think, is you find that common ground and try to push them, just like, I'm not here yeah. trying to feed the machine or whatever, I'm just going based on what is best for everyone, based on my understanding of the situation, and just hope that they can see your side of the yeah. same thing. I mean, like, the the things that are going to be offered if you if your child is diagnosed with that are things that are in, intended to make their lives better. Yeah, absolutely. Not worse. You yeah. know, I see increase the quality of their lives. I see ADD and ADHD children every day of my life. Yeah. I am, yeah, I agree. And some of them are just on one type of medication. Some of them take three different types of medication. And you can't tell which is which. Because <laughs> if they haven't had the medication, you can usually yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. And to imagine... Just as a child, a four-year-old kid, 
to see the way they're acting, there's no way that they could ever perform in school. Yeah, there's not, nothing's yeah. ever going to come. I yeah. I see it every day. Nothing yeah. would ever come. They're not going to sit down. They're not going to listen. Yeah. They're just going to get as the older they get, they're just going to get kicked out of class. Yeah. And that's all that's ever going to happen. Yeah. I've always thought that like I have like a mild form because I've seen and know people. Oh, I for sure. Who have I'm on the radar. Who are like are so extreme. Yeah, right? like, it's a continuum it's, though. Yeah, in general. And it really is. Like I've seen like I have a cousin who she has extreme ADHD yeah. and she just is untreated. And of course now at this point she has she's like bipolar, has personality disorder. She's like she's just she's totally untreated and an emotional wreck because <laughs> she just doesn't want to take her medicines, her medication, yeah. you know, because she has whatever belief she has. Right. And her mom is like, going right. to foster that belief system oh, so she doesn't get treated any better. Yeah. But That's yeah. the same problem. Exactly. It's crazy, right? At least, But does she think that she's a psychic angel? <laughs> it's not far from shit she's into. Yeah, so not yeah, much it's, better. I wouldn't say it's far away. Yeah, or it's maybe not soon that in come. particular. So maybe yeah. there is a, a common link between yeah. just not taking the medication. Yeah, she does, no, she's got a deep suspicion. Like, I mean, I mean, she that is part of what she's uh, trying to get across to people is that she's got a big pharma, right? Anti-big yeah. pharma. So yeah, exactly. that's her childish message gotcha. to the world but yeah. in turn but it, like it is all filled from it all mom. stems from fucking andrew wakefields yeah. and all the people that just want to sell whatever yeah. bullshit they're selling which can bring us full circle back to the third and final person i have on my list of assholes that are just shitty people and there's a dude i don't know his name but there's a dude who basically sold fake bomb detectors to like a bunch oh, of soldiers yeah, from various countries exactly Holy over shit. in Iraq, right? So it's like people sneaking through customs or whatever, or just like random side of the road IEDs they're looking for. Yep. And he sold, there's a, a thing that like, I remember seeing these in like Sky Mall and shit forever ago. And it's like a black, it looks like, like the handle of a pistol or something. And there's like an antenna from like an old school like TV, you know? Just mm-hmm. like the extending telescoping antennas like sticking out of it. And it's on like this like bearing or like maybe a ball joint or whatever. Yeah. And it sways freely, and that's supposed to detect whether there's a bomb or one of the the claims for it. Actually, was like you put you could put like a piece of money in there, yes. down to like the specific kind of bill that it is. You could like put it in there with something, some crystal or something. I don't even know, and then put that into the handle, and it would now detect that, that thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, drugs, money, whatever yeah. you were looking for, animals, and. So, yeah, he sold a ton of them. He was buying them for literally just, like, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever, selling them for, like, 5 grand, 15K. Like, he made a stupid amount of money. And, obviously, people died as a result of this guy being a piece of shit. Because they thought they didn't detect bombs when there were bombs. It was basically a dowsing rod, which is just, like, the idiomotor effect, basically. And these are, this is a person, so that means somebody who is in charge of millions of dollars of government money was tricked by pseudo bullshit. Yeah, which or is the, also bad. What were the repercussions of that? I don't recall. He's actually. he only like, he's much. only recently been like. Uh, I mean, he, yeah, I think he's gone to jail. I would hope, but uh, yeah. he was doing it for years. He's like a repeat offender. Yeah, I you think know? the reason he's, I wrote down uh, even a note about it is because like he came back up. Like, yeah, he's probably. He's, I think he's still either he's still selling them to some countries legally because yeah. we don't he can, operate there's, there. There's many militaries, or yeah. it's just that, that some militaries are literally still using them to this day because like the information just know. hasn't yeah. gotten there. Yeah. Which is just fucking. But it just goes disgusting. to show you where, like, it's not. This is like, it's not just smart people. It that it's not. You need to be smarter, and then you won't get fooled, right? Sure. Smart people get fooled all the Absolutely. time. These it's are because, educated people yeah. who make decisions just, about government it's just spending. Just simple flaws in their just overall thinking. Like, sure, it would, it would occur to me immediately that's there. There are no. There's nothing 
that exist that you can put some of this thing in and then they yeah, start to detect exactly. that thing, yeah, right? Yeah. That doesn't even that make doesn't, sense. That doesn't make any yeah. sense to it me. It gets the essence. What is though, the like? Bro. What is the mechanism of like detection? Like where the method? Right. It just none right. of it computes to me. Yeah. So I immediately see that and there's it's a super red flag suspect. There. Yeah. yeah, it's a red flag. So the fact that that person was not immediately suspect yeah. is a failure. That of, sucks. Like basic critical thinking. Yeah, critical like, thinking. Yeah, you, know? you should be more skeptical when you're buying a bomb detector exactly. yeah, to protect exactly. countries. But like from their point of view, maybe they've been given all this money, and obviously terrorism's hot on the mind of every I'm American, right. and they want something that will protect them and their soldiers and whatever. So you go to like Amazon or whatever, and you see bomb detector, fifteen thousand dollars. Well, it must is fifteen thousand dollars handheld. Must be good. Must be good. Like high end technology here. So you just buy however many, and don't even look into it just because you want them that bad, but. You should probably look into it. <laughs> you should always look if into there's it. There's lives yeah. at risk. Look into it. Say, That's yeah, a nice rule gonna... of thumb from the uh, Thought Rockets crew here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like five minutes of research could have saved you five lives. <laughs> Maybe not even five minutes. Maybe hey, dude, like fifty what the seconds, fuck, dude. Dude. Yeah. Speaking of the number five. I have actually. It's not the number five. It says fave. Yeah. So, pardon my uh, illiteracy. <laughs> but what are your fave albums? What makes a good album to you in general, music-wise? Oh, oh. We're gonna switch things over here. Sorry, audience. <laughs> music-wise. Oh, now so we're talking about bombs in the music, music industry. Yeah, let's bombs talk about in bangers in the All right, music. Dude, yeah, no, field. Some, some music. Yeah. So, I like. First off, there isn't a type of music that I don't like because it's not. Agreed. Something. Yeah, it's Agreed. like I'll generally listen to almost anything. Whatever is sonically but, appealing yeah, to me. Exactly. But I love like I love new sounds. And, For sure. Uh, but a good album, I guess, it tells a, a story. Album. Absolutely. I like my albums, Yeah, I like my <laughs> albums to tell a story. Yeah. And uh, prog albums tend to tell like fantasy stories or sci-fi stories. Totally. Those are my. Favorite. Are you into those things? Fuck yeah. Fantasy and sci. We've never talked about. Yeah, yeah I don't think I've ever heard you say yeah, that. So I'm super <laughs> prog. If you haven't guessed. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I am, prog. Which basically, prog to me just means there's evolution throughout the song. Yeah. There's a motif maybe that yeah. carries throughout a song or an album or whatever. Be it like harmonically or a melody or a rhythm. Like Tool and Bitbam do all of those all things the, yeah. all yep. the time Constantly. across individual songs and albums, which is why they're amazing. But um, just, yeah, like storytelling in general, especially if it's sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. That's why I like Last Chance of Reasons my shit. So cause... like the uh, new Bitbam album. It's awesome. Cause it's like a, yeah, it is amazing. A guy's in a coma and he's like given the option to like, actually he takes like a journey and yeah. then the final song is he's either, he's given the option to go back to reality or stay in the coma dream. Very nice. And in the coma dream he's like totally in control of everything. He's super happy. fappy yeah, constantly. So, and he's like, you don't know. You never know what he picks. You just gotta like, nice. just kind of stay. So yeah. it's just that's just a cool concept yeah. for an album, and they like they nail it. And so we definitely gravitate towards like prog metal. Absolutely, but they there's get... other proggies that oh, I yeah. get froggy with yeah. for sure, <laughs> like, like uh, Proto Man, dude. Oh, Act oh, Two oh. by Proto Man. Oh, it is yeah. a all right, Proto Man. If you don't know, is a band who wrote. At, I think they're on their third album now, but it's based off Mega Man, like old school Mega Man. And my favorite album by them is Act 2, which is actually about Mega Man's father. But just the story behind it is so fucking good. And they do it perfectly, like, 80s-style like rendition. It. They absolutely nail, nail it. it. Like, Meatloaf, in particular, produced Act 2, the album that I like a lot by them. And it to- you can just tell you that can, Meatloaf yeah. had his hand in yes. this so very yeah. much. And it's either Meatloaf himself or the guy who did Meatloaf's albums, actually. Yeah. That could be... Could be Regardless, though, amazing album. It's totally basically just, like, 80s 
music. It's yeah. a it's an opera. It's a rock opera. Rock opera. The yeah. first time yeah. I heard one of the theme. songs, it was on my uh, Spotify radio that yeah. I had, and I thought it was like a really old song. Right. Yeah. And Came out like, in 2009. Yeah, I looked it up and it was 2009. Yeah. I'm just like, wait, what just happened? It, it, yeah. yeah, it's fucking it's bomb. They nailed yeah. the sound they were going for. The story is ridiculously compelling and awesome, and it's just so fucking awesome. Yeah. That to me is prog though. It's a magic. I love uh, yeah. that album, and I'm not into that style of music per yeah. se whatsoever. But it's but just like that I good. mean. Like fusion is a different type oh, of prog, but sure. it doesn't really tell a story. It's yeah. more of a musical thing. Musical, it's like that's like evolution. Musical. It changes yeah. though. There's yeah. themes and motifs and in the actual is, sound. Yeah, but there's not really a, like a story that drives sure. it forward. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's just really like fucking expressive and like mm-hmm. way more musical and things like that. So Absolutely, than, I, more than prog is. But they kind of both are super proggy and progressive, and yep. you know, kind of combine a ton of different genres. So. Mm-hmm. There's an cool. ever-changing landscape of sounds, bro. I think uh, music seems to like be less genre-y and more like general. Yeah, it's like it's this like, is a sound. Yeah, just yeah, sound. Really top going forty for a sound. is the sound. You yeah. know, I mean that, that's exactly. a genre of itself at any given time yeah. these days. Is like the top forty is its yeah. own genre. Look, Tyler the Creator, yeah. Goblin, Prague album. Yeah, definitely fantastic. Dude. There's yeah. a great story there. The whole story like evolves and changes. There are the characters yeah, all characters. over the place. It's so yeah. good. Earl Sweatshirt, I love it. Earl Sweatshirt, all his yeah, like his shit is like a constant. Yeah. Just, Absolutely uh, fantastic. Fucking. So yeah, so, like, those that, are albums are great. But like, but an album itself, like these are artists. Yeah, like good? like this is the type of music I like. Right. right? But there, an album itself is like a, a self-contained. There's just something about it. A world, right? When you like, love it, like a language from. Um, Fucking, um, the contortionist. Yeah, from the contortionist yeah. is like exactly that. Oh right? yeah, it's like a, it's its own self-contained like dynamic things, you yeah. know. And like the art is great. Like the art is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the music is just outstanding. Out of this world. Yeah, and bro. it's just it tells a story, and it's like fucking, it's great. Just a great fucking phenomenal music. I would say prog op, but like one of the best prog albums of the like last five years. It's like that. The fucking album. Oh, yeah. that's oh, probably it's, really my, good. it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Easily, yeah. like yeah. without it's, a language question. Is the second I heard it, I didn't stop listening yeah. to it. I was just like done. Language is like it's like a fucking like standard yeah. for like it modern prog. It changed the game, dude. Because yeah. like like there's always been bit bam for the longest. Like they've been on top of the game. Animals as leaders came up, and then it was just like kind of stale for a minute. Yeah. It was just like those two. What else? We got we, we got bands. we got like fucking gent. Oh, yeah, there was gent, and then like things felt too like they much were going gent. right. I wasn't really into gent, so I felt like like it was getting dry. Everything plateaued. Then contortionist just came out of nowhere Dude. with Mike Lassard from Last Chance of Reason, one of my favorite bands. Another banger. Yeah, yeah. and that is. Precisely the album yeah. they made, and I was just like, that was the greatest thing that could have ever happened yeah. right there. Prog Thank metal so is like fucking special. It's extremely special, but uh, it's very progressive. And, in it's terms of like progressive. other genres, like what are you listening to? Like uh, what albums are some of your favorite? You know albums? what I'm not listening to, bro? Prince, because he's dead. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> nice segue. Oh, Prince died. Oh, Let's talk segue. about that real quick. Let's just mm. touch on that. Let's ooh ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh your kids. Ooh. No, on the real though. Prince fucking died. That's yeah, crazy. Because I honestly, not kidding, nowhere. thought Prince was gonna outlive me. Yeah. Me Even too. though he was almost sixty, I was just like, yeah, Prince will definitely live I longer didn't see it coming. than I do. He should never have yeah. died. It was it's super weird. random. Yeah, it was if super ever random. a person could have been immortal, it probably should have yeah. been. I've been thinking about it, For and sure. I decided that we should create a new calendar now that Prince is dead. Because it's basically everything before Prince. Everything during Prince, and now it's it's Post, everything after yeah. Prince. Like, after like, Prince, yes. that's how the world can be divided. Post world Prince, dude. Like fuck BC, ACE, whatever Prince. It's like it's before fucking, Prince, yeah. during after, Prince, after and after Prince. Prince. That's the way we yeah. should do our calendar now. Common era. Yeah. 
But like the, I read the news every day, and every news app is like you open it, and there's twelve stories about Prince. There's yeah. Prince, 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 Prince. Here's pictures of Prince from this time. Here he is on this talk show. Here's this song that he wrote you never knew about, and just yep. every fucking yeah. article is Prince related. I've been reading a bunch of stuff though, and this is really cool. Like, no lie, I got a little choked up reading about uh, just like the way people were honoring him stuff, and now that he's dead or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But a bunch of people just like went and danced in the street and like were blasting yeah, yeah. prints and stuff like a thousand people just gathered somewhere i think it's outside like the studio that he died in maybe i'm not sure but actually one of my regulars at work came in and he happened to have been in the place that, in minnesota yeah. yeah and he was in a hotel that was overlooking that area and wow. i was like get the fuck out of here he showed me pictures though on his phone and it's just a sea of people that's just, crazy like, some are dressed as prince yeah. just like jamming out just like what, what do you think is that's amazing the, it's really what, cool. what do you think makes prince so special i mean for obvious reasons but what do you what was a special sure well not you? only because like growing up like my grandma loved him my mom loved him my dad loved him like yeah. it was just like kind of in the family everybody loves him prince but is. yeah and like as i got older i'm just like prince is a weird fucking dude why was he ever famous like what was his thing yeah. though but if you listen to the dude's music he was legitimately talented oh like, yeah retardedly talented like, he his, played all of the instruments i was gonna say yeah like he's like a caliber of musician and songwriter yeah. that, and a like, showman you're a never true showman. gonna see yeah. yeah like those three things like he was an absolutely real showman yeah an amazing songwriter yeah. and an incredible musician like all three of the things like he's just and a the weirdness and he was thing. just charismatic yeah. as yeah. all hell. Charismatic. And like Absolutely. the weirdness thing just totally held him out, dude. Mm-hmm. Like he did like push the gender role, sexuality, yes. yeah. and the fucking all that kind yeah, of dude, stuff. Yeah, dude, he's like, yeah. Which he, was awesome. Yeah, he was like, uh, he's fucking, he's, he's incredible. I saw a post earlier that was someone just saying like, I don't care that Prince is dead. And someone said, Prince is the reason that you were born. He's basically thirty-three percent your dad. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's who your parents were fucking they were to. And What's funny dude. about that is my mom literally posted a status after it because yeah. she was a huge Prince fan back in the day, and she mentioned she was just like, "There would probably be no Corey actually <laughs> if me and my dad didn't have that mutual yeah. bond over Prince." Prince that's she talked about crazy. them like sneaking into movie theaters when they were younger and like sneaking in like Seagram's Seven or whatever <laughs> the hell, and just watching Purple Rain. And literally, it was like drive-throughs or yeah. not drive-throughs, but movie theaters. And after a show ended at one theater, they would just go to the next one yeah. and just watch it again. That's and they did that crazy. all the time, apparently. Yeah. That's amazing. And I was just like, you go from like sneaking in like sea rooms and watching Purple Rain, cut to us when we went to go see Batman versus Superman, and I we snuck in beer and sushi, <laughs> just a tray of shit, a sushi while we're watching Batman versus Superman. I was just like, Ben Affleck is the next uh, Prince. Right. We can't take these motherfuckers nowhere. Are dude. you proud of me, Ma? Like, Sir, I'm gonna need to bat you down. What is? Do you this? have raw fish That's in your hands right now? Sushi. Is that wasabi? Oh God. <laughs> I don't even know. Are these salmon rolls? But yeah, there's a lot of cool stories floating around of Prince. And just like, oh, here's me recounting this awesome experience I had. And I vaguely remember one that Jake told me. Or maybe I saw it on YouTube. I don't know. But it was like the guitar player or maybe a member of The Roots. Yes. I can't remember what band he's in, but dude, of notoriety. He has this rare Fender Telly. I don't know, like if it was just a particular year or what have you. But Prince is, like, checking it out because he plays Telex. He's like, oh, this is an awesome guitar, man. Do you mind if I use it when I play tonight? And he's just like, yeah, that would be an honor for you to play my guitar live on stage or whatever. And so Prince, you know, goes out, does his song or his set or whatever, and gets super into it, fucking just launches the guy's guitar at the end of the set, like, 25 yeah. feet in the air. Just throws it straight up. And, of course, it hits the ground and is done. Breaks, yeah. It breaks. Oh. And he just walks off stage like, well, it's really good. That's how I get down as a showman. <laughs> and then the guy who owned the guitar comes up to him and is just like, yeah, dog, like, I'm not mad as long as, like, would you sign it, autograph it for me, you know, still an honor. Like, let me, you know, I could say Prince broke my guitar. That's yeah. cool. And Prince was just like, nah, nah, not going to do that. Oh. Just fucking was like, nah. 
Bye. Mm-hmm. Just yes. walked off. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. My dude is finicky. I don't know if that story's true, but I, I remember something yeah, to that effect. Crazy. That's ruthless. And man. I wouldn't be surprised. Not that I think he was a dick, but he was a, just a very eccentric kind of person who you never know what the fuck he's going to do. And he was kind of a recluse in terms of, like, the things he did and the things he was willing to sign. Yeah, well, that's what, um, yeah, he, that's yeah. what I was going to say earlier. I saw an interview with one of his close friends, and they've, like... Had a whole big spiel. Dude, like, broke down crying. Talking about how Prince didn't say anything about it, but he was constantly donating to charities. And he said that when he would go, he would go to places like Chicago and stuff like that, and Detroit and everything, when he would put on shows there, but he would only put on the show as a front so that he could do all these charity events there. And he would never put his name out, and he would not tell anyone that he was doing this. And the guy said that, Prince probably wouldn't want me to be telling you this, yeah. but the world needs to know, like, everything he did was just constantly giving to charity. He's like, yeah. once he was pretty much to the point where he didn't need to do anything else and he yeah. had all of his money, he was just giving giving back wild, to the man. world. Yeah, and that's so amazing. That is yeah. cool, yeah. That we is read a story yeah. of him possibly being an asshole and one of them being great. Yep. Being great, what can you do? There you have it, because people aren't one-dimensional. Say, he's an be... onion man. His pants got layers, dude. <laughs> There's got... layers to it. Don't get shit. Layers. He's got pants with the butt cheeks cut out and pants with the butt cheeks intact. <laughs> He'll do whatever, bro. We got multitudes. He's got oh, no. pants where his ball sack hangs out <laughs> and pants where his ball sack is in. Oh, no. He also has pants where it just covers his ball sack. <laughs> like, that is it. Everything we don't even call exposed. those pants. <laughs> it's just a sack hammock. It's sack a nut, nut sack. <laughs> it's a nut sack. That is the nut sack. All right, I guess I can push things over to another story that I saw. Not We're just talking Prince about balls now, so balls, we should probably jump. Prince balls. Be weezes. Uh, all right, we talked before about this. Here's a little continuity from F's episodes past. Where, Do you know uh, which episode? Nope. Nope. Uh, we're FBI. <laughs> we're FBI. Female body hack- inspectors? FBI hack of the phone. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, they got into the terrorist iPhone through some third party. Because yeah. I was like, I'm not sure if it was actually someone in the FBI who did it or someone from like a third party or whatever, which it was. It was. A third yeah. party, I believe. Do you know how much the FBI fucking paid? Forked over a pretty penny. Oh, over a million. Which isn't Oof. crazy, but it's crazy. It went to probably like two different people. Over That's what's a crazy. mill yeah. bra. Just to crack a motherfucking... Just again. Bro. Apparently I saw an article earlier that they've done it again. Bro. And it wasn't for a terrorist. Yeah. It was for a suspected like cocaine dealer or something. Yeah. So now everyone's yeah, already cocaine. just like, how far are they going to take it? They're just going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's yeah. like... They, Until there's that's actual why they regulation, didn't want them to have it. Yeah. they're going to do whatever yeah, they want. Exactly. The NSA... Is like not fucking around, and they, like the the feds no, just don't yeah. give a fuck no more. They're, man. they're putting terrorism over anything, yeah. but obviously drugs aren't terrorism. But maybe they are. Maybe there's a bigger fish they're going well, after. Maybe you well. could you could pull that angle and say drugs are terrorism if you're bringing right, in a bunch yeah. of drugs from another country right, and giving yeah. them to our Especially citizens. Isn't cocaine you're terrorizing. made from like the seeds in like fucking Colombia or wherever? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Colombia. Right. Colum- I don't fucking know. Colombia. Also, more craziness from North Korea. They launched a missile today or yesterday. Another, well, it, you can't really call it an ICBM, even though that's the goal, because it didn't go intercontinentally. But, um, yeah, they launched one, I think it went, like, fucking 20 miles, and they need, like, <laughs> to get to us, they need, like, 100-something, nice. maybe 200-something, yeah. I'm not sure, like, 198, maybe. Yeah. And then, um, but they could have hit South Korea, though, which is they're always threatening to do, and possibly Japan. I don't know how close that is. So, obviously, people are, like, clenching their buttholes and stuff. 
But, like, the article I was reading was kind of dismissive. Just, like, obviously, like, their missiles ain't shit compared to, like, anyone that's a real threat's yeah. missiles. Missiles ain't but shit. But then, like, some of the uh, army dude general higher-ups are just like, we need to be paying absolutely utmost attention to them right now. They're being kind of alarmist about it. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how bad it is. I know because they've gotten the technology small enough to the where they can do it mobily. They don't need mm -hmm. a, a set launch pad, which they gotcha. needed before, yeah. apparently. Mm -hmm. Now, because this one was launched from a submarine, and okay. they could possibly put the thing on a train or the back of a huge yeah. truck, a the back of a diesel truck <laughs> yeah. or whatever, they could do that. And that's, like, they're just like, yeah, we can't track them as yeah. easily now. Right. So, this is but, so they couldn't reach us. us, but could they reach South Korea? Yeah, yeah easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, so, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fucking issue. Very sorry so. about that, Titty. Ooh, I'm cheap. sorry, not again. Look, we oh, love the again. Asians. Kanichiwa. Kanichi do? Well, yeah, no, I mean, it's fucking, it's wild, you know, what's going on over there. It's just. What? I don't, this I is don't like know. The, I feel it's like just this is just like the death throes of a fucking giant. A dictatorship, yeah. which is just a dated fucking Bronze Age way of living. Yeah, I think, like, they're so fucking brainwashed, he fucking brainwashed himself into thinking, like... This is a good idea. It, yeah, he could fucking make it. Like, oh, yeah. It's crazy. He's man. surrounded by nothing but good yeah. luck. I, like, I don't know how true this is, but I think that, uh, like, General Patton was a four-star general, and he lost his four stars because he wanted to use the atomic bomb on Very nice. uh, North Korea during <laughs> the Korean War <laughs> because he, like, led that. He and, was uh, leading the charge, and they yeah. were just like, bro, we're taking these stars right up off you. I'm going to need at least two of those stars right, off you. Yeah. Now that he lost his entire uh, general. Ooh, kill yourself, bro. Yeah. Kill there's yourself. There's only been like a few four-star. I mean, there's always four-star generals, but so but they're notable, right? Like yeah. So Eisenhower. Okay. Eisenhower is one. MacArthur. Those like are the, the guys MacArthur who, Grant MacArthur? Like, I don't know if that's the MacArthur Grant. I don't think so. Okay. Macar like, MacArthur was the guy. He led the... Yeah, like yeah, he re he he led the entire attack against Japan in the Pacific to take back all that territory during World War Two. Right. He led that entire thing, the, and then the, Eisenhower the led everything in the um, in other Europe. side. Yeah, yeah he led everything <laughs> the other in place in the world. Right. So yeah, like him, like he was the one who was like, we spat in the Seine. Sure, that that quote. Yeah, that was sure. Her. I don't fucking know. I don't know nothing. But, uh, yeah. We should just We're kill fact. ourselves before we get bombed by uh, North yeah. Korea. Yeah, and that's what he was saying, basically. He's like, if we don't do it now, there'll be a, a major problem in they're the future, and they're right? going to have nuclear power. Yeah. So if we, but which? So he was like, let's do it now. We were just like, cross a bridge when it comes, yep. and the bridge is coming yeah. up. <laughs> I, yeah, like I said, I don't know how true that is, but I do. I think sure. that I've, I've heard that several times because okay. he, you know, he, he was not feeling it. Have you heard? This, this? is not. Okay, guys. And, you know, he was, because, you know, he had seen firsthand what had gone on in Japan sure, during yeah. World War Two. so he knew the Pacific was fucking just in unrest yeah. at the time, so that's what he was all worried about, but who the fuck knows? Kim Jong-un, our lord Un? and savior. Un? First. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Did you hear about people killing themselves, though, in America? Mm, yes. Yeah, I thought I saw you reading about that. Which, wait a minute, in uh, in America? Suicide. I know nationwide it's gone up in general since 99. Yeah, mine's like, uh, I think I have a different article, but you go ahead because okay. I'm about to follow up, and this is super interesting. Yeah, well, what I have is apparently suicide's gone up nationwide since, like, fucking 1999, 24% in the last 15 years, Jeez. most prevalent in middle-aged white people. Um, so what's your stance so on what killing I have yourself? is, like... We have conflicting I'm already data. Going to. No, no, I have like some totally different. I have like Greenland. 
Like overall right. has the highest. All right, let's talk about where we're from though. Fuck green. Right. But this <laughs> is this is weird. Like this is like Is that the icy weird. one? So yeah, it's the real real yeah, cool. How do one. the stats compare though? Are we doing better? Oh, are we better and then from nineteen seventy to nineteen eighty? Oh, they're using one it was like uh, ten years. Yeah, for so for ten years they yeah. like like were six times as much as the uh like suicide rate in America, which okay. is usually like the highest. <laughs> and so they did that and then because like, I got the freedom to do it. It's just like their suicide rate is like through the fucking roof. It's like it's insane. It must be and the reason why there. the reason why is because like colonialism came in like after World War II, and you had like a bunch of people from like Denmark yeah. who have like started companies and building infrastructure and everything. But the native like Inuits are most of their economy was based on like farming and trade and things like that. Right. So all of that has been demolished. So they don't have any. They're like their villages are like collapsing, right? So they so just seppuku. <laughs> to some degree, yeah. But like their the their government, like the Denmark government, will close down entire towns and like collapse them into other towns and just be like, all right, you guys got to live here now. But those towns just like aren't their towns, like they're that's their villages ghetto. and shit like that, yeah. right? So they're taking them totally out of like their. They take out zone. their business and then give them a shit town to live exactly, in. Exactly, yeah. And then, like, they, they give them, like, kind of, like, you know, reservations to live on. And, of course, they're fucking terrible. But this yeah, is like, like America 2.0. Yeah, dude. It's, like, fucking crazy. But their okay. suicide rates are insanely high. And Currently? Amongst... Or did this stop in 1980? No, no, no. no it's so... still going. Yeah, okay. it's still going. Like, they're yeah. still having a huge That reminds problem. me of, uh, I don't know if it was on Skeptic's Guide or something that Malcolm Gladwell mentioned. But it was about the suicide rate and I think it was the UK or something. And how suicide to commit it is kind of a low energy state like if people don't have something with immediate access to kill themselves easily with they then they're often, even yeah. if they are willing to they won't do it yeah. and they're just like the example is in the UK like people like the classic way of killing yourself is to put your head in the oven you know mm-hmm. gas yourself out or whatever yeah. it's an easy way to go it's not bad but when gas ovens started to be replaced because of progression into the modern yes, society yeah. people got electric ovens the suicide rate dropped yeah <laughs> because yeah, they couldn't just crazy, stick their right? head in the yeah. oven because now you burn yourself that's yeah. absolutely painful so that was i think it was part of a gun debate because yeah. just like you have a gun in the house someone wants to blow their head off they're gonna fucking you do got it, it. Yeah, but, yeah. you know i that's you know but there's an interesting like worms. like suicide like as a cultural like an anomaly like yeah. behaves differently right so whenever you try to make a campaign about suicide awareness the only thing that happens is you raise the rate of suicide sure so it's kind of like that's why you don't see a lot of campaigns for like you know a suicide awareness. Although it merits like it's a huge group of people right. that it are committing suicide. Yeah, it should be talked about. But it should be if it is talked about, other people might do it. Yeah, but I is, mean, yeah. having the conversation is it also and like, people might do it, but and might it's also hard get to learn about it. suicide because the victims of it are dead. You see what I'm saying? So like the yeah. mindset of the people who do this. It's hard. It's hard to examine those mindsets yeah. because unless they survive, which it. exactly. probably and, doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm in like actually said, a couple of suicide survivors groups, and on like Facebook. you said, it's a very. I'll uh, join any group, Doug. I'll join any group. That's fucking. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that later. But I got yeah, a message. But that's like that's crazy, right? And yeah. I've also heard that it's a. Um, it's often like it's a really uh, impetuous thing. So, like you said, if there's something available to commit suicide with, you're a lot more likely to commit suicide. But the act of suicide in general is an impulsive act. Yeah. So, like, like there will uh, like a guy. The, the story that I heard originally was like a guy's walking across a bridge, and that's when he decided to commit suicide. It was like an impulsive yeah. thing for him. So, yeah. like I said, I don't know they, the data on suicide. Yeah, decisions. I'm not. I'm sure it's not like yeah. fucking. There could but be it's a just, bias it's there, interesting bro. though because it, like you said, it, it 
if they don't have anything to kill themselves with, they probably won't, probably do, won't it, do it. If it's kind of hard, because well, then you're gonna have to hurt yourself yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. You yeah. probably and don't want to actually do that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And the kinds of and the patterns of suicide are also weird. Like men always use a gun. Women usually use pills. That sounds rates, misogynist, yeah. and I don't believe that claim. And uh, <laughs> like like men are more successful than women at it because they do use a oh, gun. Oh, really? <laughs> and they also get paid more, do they? Yeah. <laughs> per dollar, yeah. we only get seventy five on the dollar. You guys are getting the full dollar and the <laughs> full bullet. A guy takes off <laughs> one third of his. When <laughs> a woman only takes twenty five percent when she shoots herself. Lit. <laughs> What's your stance on just suicide in general, or like maybe assisted suicide? I like in it. Particular? No, not like assisted suicide. That's ooh, Dr. Kevorkian, right? The um, that was the it sounds familiar. Dr. Kevorkian is the guy who Kevorkian. he had, uh, set up kill like self kill machines in people's rooms. Oh yeah, that yeah, wanted yeah, to die. Yeah, it was sure. assisted. It was that like, way, if they wanted to die, they could kill themselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it was some of like the earliest like controversial okay. assisted because suicide because people said it's not. Your choice. You're supposed to just save them, and he's like, "Well, if they want to die, let them kill themselves." Yeah, and that was uh, obviously a big uh, argument. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, big time. So, uh, in terms of that, I, I don't want to go near it. I don't know what the fuck to do about that. And I don't think society knows what to do about yeah. that. It's think, hard to say. Should yeah. you be able to kill yourself? Exactly. You know, when you it's look at it, like me, honestly, <laughs> honestly, if a yeah. person wants to die, they feel like they're not contributing or something like that. They want to do yeah, that. If you just want to die, there's obvious. Well, but the thing is that the easiest counter argument is that you are mentally unstable you got so it. you're not thinking clearly exactly. so should you really just be like yeah go ahead and do it because it, they yeah. could probably be treated and totally get over that and right. go and have a be a productive life. member yeah. of society also true but like what if they don't even care what if they even know that and still don't care they're just like yeah i know i could turn things around or maybe this is just a low point in my life but I still don't want to work to get there. Like I just well, exactly. don't care. It's because they're mentally die. unstable, so okay. they're not making clear choices. Right. That's why you say things like that. That's why you say, I would like See, to kill myself, like, and then you don't, of course you don't want to help. You want to die. Yeah, yeah. Why would you want to help yeah, yourself? I think it's, it's interesting because, I mean, that's it's kind of cultural, right? Like, people don't want, in no culture is it all right, I don't think, to commit suicide, right? It's Seppuku. It's seppuku, yeah. But seppuku is literally so wanting no, to kill I know, yourself. No, I know exactly. And then there's <laughs> like, I know there's like immolation where people like set themselves on fire like in terms mm-hmm. of protesting, so there's that. But I mean, socially acceptable suicide where an entire yeah. institution is built around Suicide, or, or you know what I mean? Sure. That, that really isn't that's uncommon. Well, so, of course, it's because then people would just do it to be fucking risky, I, trendy, tight, and tight, yeah, uh, I edgy. Mean, I just mean like it's just like I don't know. It's just Gigi cool. Allen, it's I'm gonna kill myself. Crazy, so. Psych, I'm not really gonna. Yeah, I just think I do not think that I would not just say if you want to die, go ahead and die because there's no got, mentally stable person yeah. that would make that decision. And like you yeah. said, yeah. well, what if they just don't even want to get better? It's the same reason because yeah. they're fucked up in the head. Yeah. So yeah. they need help. Yeah. As soon as they right. get yeah. the smallest bit of help, they're like, yeah. I want to help myself yeah. now and I want to yeah. get... It's like a drug addict. Mm-hmm. I sort of see that. Yeah. But I also don't like value human beings so I'm just like, you want to kill yourself? You want to kill yourself? I know you might be wrong <laughs> in the mind right yeah, now. Yeah, see, I'm... It's not best. There's, there's seven billion of us. We'll be all right. The logical, <laughs> the logical part of me presents that argument. The actual me is just like oh well like you yeah. fucking killed yourself yeah, right, yeah. yeah. of course there's a reality to it yeah but yeah. the philosophy of it you're absolutely right yeah, the, These people are the sick logical part of my brain yeah. presents sure. that argument yeah. but uh, otherwise I don't yeah. actually fucking as far care as, we, yeah, as far as we know <laughs> as far as we know across all cultures people want to be alive generally that is their that's pretty much that's the, life that's their stable yeah. state so you're right? saying so. by definition if you don't want to be alive you are Mental illness in general, yeah. yeah mental illness in general is problem. defined according to cultural norms. So that is why yeah. 
cannibalism in foreign tribes is sure. absurd, I could right? Say, like, because from an evolutionary yeah. standpoint, any animal yeah. that doesn't care about whether yeah. it's alive or not won't live yeah. long enough to evolve yeah. into anything. So useful. in Western society, like we have all kinds of taboos about like what foods we eat and things like that, and that just comes from like a Judeo-Christian type that's thing. That's path you know? dependent too, and, and that you're exactly right. And that's, these are all factors that contribute, but. It's Stop the things that like our our entire psychology is based on our culture yeah. and the the norms and taboos that are associated with it, which is why like psychopaths like the brutal sadistic shit they like because it's culturally a taboo. They don't it doesn't emerge directly from them. It emerges from a culture of violence yeah. that is developed. That's taboo. In, yeah, that's taboo in mm. our society. Sure. See, so and that is what they they get into. So anytime like in BDSM bondage, all of the bondage is a cultural taboo. Like, all of those things are cultural taboos, and that's why they're exhilarating. Like, its entire appeal is that is it is an, a taboo. Yeah, fetishes like, yeah. are culture. Fetishes are just cultural sure. norms Culturally and taboos. Uh, You're telling taboos. me that yeah. this isn't normal, and that gets me off. Yep. Nice. Exactly. So, I can see that. I'm yeah. going to do some weird Which, shit yeah, tonight I, I, when I get thought, home. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing weird shit right now. I am now. going to just put it all in me. And th- those things, like, really come to the forefront when you're trying to define, like, crimes and things like that. Like, what is a crime? What is a criminal? How do you treat a criminal? Sure. And now like, we're talking about we had that conversation a little bit yeah, too. Yeah, we we talked we touched on it. Yeah, but it, it is oh. interesting. Like touching on people is how we got into yeah, that mess. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of criminals, crime, ethics. I brought up. I think it was last time we recorded, but this episode has not gone up yet because we got to save some money yeah. for our SoundCloud. Ooh. You can uh, hit us up on Patreon to give us a little <laughs> donation to our SoundCloud. <laughs> not that we have a Patreon. Anyway, this came up um, that I don't think prostitution should be illegal. Yep. Where are y'all at on that? Oh, I don't think it should be illegal. No. Don't care. I don't think it should. I don't think actually. And I'm what's kinda, the point? Yeah, I think the... like Finland or somewhere. Was Ireland, I don't fucking know. Someone just now outlawed it, yeah. and I was just like, really? I, I get like that trending towards the other direction. I get that taking your clothes off and actually having sex are different. But if being a stripper isn't illegal, yeah, and it that's selling totally, sex yeah. basically, yeah. Um, Pornography is the same. It's thing. I'm not. It's not saying yeah. that you should be able to pay to rape a woman. Yeah. But no, if a all. woman is willingly going to to have sex yeah, with you yeah. uh, for money for payment, yeah. well, that's go fine. Yeah. Go ahead. The way he yeah. said it, I think, was just like you can give someone money to do things for you. That's legal, and you can have sex with someone without paying, and that's legal. So why can't you do the same thing, thing. in the same room? Yeah, monetize like, who that. Who cares? Shit. And like, I, I can think... pay to watch people have sex. Yeah, it's also porn. true. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. So and I'm just like, it should totally be legal. So it's like it's, um, it's like this, right? Every aspect well, and of in porn, both of the people having the sex are getting paid. Uh, so yeah. these are people paid to have sex, right? Yeah. So every aspect of this one thing is all of them totally legal. Yeah. But when they are combined, they're illegal, sure. right? And then so, how do you even like enforce it? Like, is it if you don't come, are you charged, or is it just yeah. soliciting at all? Or, well, it's I mean, kind of the yeah. same thing. Or with any like, sexual uh, act like for sodomy. Payment. Like sodomy is illegal in particular. Yeah, yeah that's one of those like, weird quirks. It's it, it's illegal in like in conjunction with the other crimes that were committed, sure. usually alongside of something. Yeah, right? it's, like it's just to like book them yeah. for more years. I was gonna say like the crime of sodomy has everything to do with it takes place during rapes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Like, if nobody was raped, well then it might as well not even happen. Sure. <laughs> so. But, yeah, yeah I think it should be legal because, like, think about if you had, like, a chain of brothels yeah. that could actually give the employers, male or female, like, health benefits so they could, like, regulate it and be healthy and not yeah. catch fucking every disease known to right. man. Like, doesn't that seem, like, it? obvious, right? So, and another thing I the thought And I human had... trafficking would come down yeah. a whole bunch, yeah. no? Yeah. So, uh, another thing I was thinking about was just, like, the war on drugs in general, right? Like, I'm kind of to the point now where I think all drugs should be legal. Because yeah, I, because it's before. the black markets that cause the problems, right? So just like we were talking about, it's the black market that causes the cultural taboos. And I had this conversation with you the, the other day about 
how in society we have like people who just dip so low, yep. like they like they they are homeless and they're that way their entire lives, or they're drug addicts and they're that way their entire lives. And so I was thinking like, how do these people begin to define themselves this way? And it has everything to do with the fact that they look at the status quo, and they see that they're they they're willing to go under that status quo, yeah. and as a result, they compare themselves relative to that. So they, by cultural standards, are in a bad way, right? So being an addict has a stigma that comes along with our culture, yeah. and that has everything to do with the black market that comes from the you know illegal nature of drugs. Yeah, that's... so the culture flows from the black market, which can be eliminated by simply making drugs legal. Well, that's funny because when um, in pharmacy. The drugs are scheduled. There's uh-huh. five through one. Five, four, three, two are all legal drugs, two being the most risk for dependency, yeah. one being no medical purpose, you're going to get addicted, yeah. meth <laughs> and heroin, all the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the schedule two medications, which are right under the big bad boys, yeah. Percocet, oxycodone, yeah. plain oxycodone, all of those shitty things, um, not all of them go through such rigorous filling processes. Yeah. So if you bring in a prescription for Percocet, I will look at it and make sure it's got all the information I need on it and tell you it's going to be 15 minutes, and then you go sit down and pick it up. If you bring in a prescription for just plain oxycodone, I'm going to take your ID. <laughs> I'm going to scan it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we might call and make sure that it's legit and all of this other shit. And I always – I'm just like – why do I go through so much more when they're the same schedule drug? I'll just hand out fucking Adderall without barely <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. But when someone brings in a methadone prescription, I've got another 10-minute process yeah. to make sure that this one... And it's like, Jeez. if I have to go through that... It's like a... How did I say it? It's like, there's a... I think it's John Mulaney has a joke uh, where he was talking about how he was going to be on Saturday Night Live and he was going to say the word midget. And the guy I said, yes, I know that's show. as offensive as saying the N-word. And he said, well, if that's the case, why did you just say the word midget, but you didn't say the N-word? <laughs> and it's the same thing with that. If they're both the same schedule of medication, right. why does this one have a whole nother yeah. 20-step yep. process yeah. and all the other ones don't? That's funny. Shouldn't they be bumped up to the, yeah. the first schedule in yeah. that case? It's kind of like, it's, it's like you were saying. It's because you're not paying attention to... Like either you're paying attention to the, the the cultural like quo right, which is opiates are addictive, therefore they need to be treated. Yeah, in a totally different way, right? But there are other drugs that are equally as addictive that aren't opiates, but they don't have the same stigma that comes along with. Oh, it, of know? course not. So, but it's, yeah, it's a cultural thing. It's like it's pretty like so like in language, there's like amelioration or pejoration, right? So a word will go up in value or decrease in value, like the term rape. Right now. That rape has, I mean, the word has a ton of value, right? So Lots you, of volatility. Yeah, there, they're extra, it's incendiary, right? But in gaming culture, they say rape constantly. <laughs> yeah. It has no value. Every right? five seconds. It's totally pejorated. It has lost all of its edge. Sure. But in, I just raped any, that guy. Yeah, but in any normal Discord, it's absolutely abrasive. Yeah. But, right? So, and that's just the thing is it's like that there's a set of norms Shifting for the values. culture. Yeah, and the culture. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fascinating because. You know, they just use yeah. it. They're using it differently, and to them, it just doesn't have the same yeah. like, clout. You know, that yeah, it sure. does for your general discord. Sure. Yeah. So. Back to the drugs thing, though, is uh, I remember when like Ron Paul <laughs> was like the Bernie Sanders Throwback. before Bernie Sanders, but like he's a libertarian, right? And he was just like, as a libertarian, I think all drugs should be legal. Blah blah. I remember hearing that in high school and being like, 
That sounds like a fucking stupid idea, but then, like, since then I've totally moved towards it. Maybe they should, because, again, eliminating or at least downsizing the black market by such a degree is hugely beneficial yeah. in a multitude of ways, Absolutely. not just the most direct, and I think, like, the, the, like the Colorado and California, like, weed markets are a perfect example that you can run yeah. a perfectly reasonable, sure. legal, you know, facility, clean, yeah. you know, up to so standards, like, weed under rigorous is, like, regulation. an easy one to talk about, but then when you get into, like, heroin being legal and freely distributed, well, there's because like, a company okay. could get, some people you know what I mean? like, yeah. cigarette tobacco companies yeah. getting people addicted, like, intentionally. Some people so go as far as to say it. that, like, the parts of heroin that are actually bad for you are the things that are added to heroin because gotcha. of the black market. Yeah, step I don't know that. Right, I don't, to step yeah. on it. I don't know how true that is sure. because I know an opiate in its own right is extremely good. Right, yeah. You exactly. don't want to touch those. You don't you want to fuck with those because it's a kind of good you're never going to not know oh, yeah. <laughs> you I can have. I will dick for perks right Dude, now. Dude, yeah. I mean, like, it's so, yeah. It's, I had to fax the DEA today because of some fake prescription bullshit. That's nice. crazy. Because of opiates. Crazy. Because people start fucking... You think of a crack user as like a scratchy, crazy... Yeah. That shit does the same thing. Oh, yeah, for you sure You get does. severely addicted. <laughs> yeah. There's that dude we saw in an Ancient Aliens documentary who's supposed to be like an alien yeti guru. He was like aliens and Bigfoot is yeah. what it was, actually. Yeah. It was the Squatch, not Ancient yeah. Aliens documentary. Squatch or whatever. Yeah, finding Bigfoot. Yeah, there you go. And they interview this dude who was clearly addicted Medicated. to opiates, yeah. but they're like interviewing him like he's an authority and he's like this fucking yeah. academic. They're just like, What is your thoughts on blah, 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 blah? And he's just like itching the whole time <laughs> and just shifting his weight around constantly, hilarious. dude. It's so fucking, fucking good. Dude, I was fucking cringing. <laughs> and they're just letting it him go. It is really cringeworthy. They're yeah. just letting him go. They're just like, It's like, like somebody fucking pulled the string in his back right, and like dude. stuck Perkins at his dude, mouth. That's <laughs> amazing. Just let him go. It was fucking pathetic. It was just and mouth he diarrhea. wrote a book about like the weird stuff that goes on around town. Yeah. Like, oh, it was fucking. It was just pathetic. It was like newspaper, fucking print, like paper. <laughs> it was. I you know it was one of those books like some local weirdo who's just like all oh, these places are haunted. It's like get the <laughs> fuck out of here. But this guy was just like there are aliens everywhere. And then he had a guy with him who was even crazier than he was, dude. That dude was just like. Okay, now that he's done talking, uh, I'm going to actually, we're going to go into, like, some meditations that I've learned through my shamanic journeys. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Shamanic. Shamanic journeys. Shamanic journeys. Yeah, I want to switch things over to another article real quick, because there's a famous mummy, 5,000 years old, called Utsi or Atsi. It's like an O with those crazy accent marks over it. T-Z-I, basically. O-T-Z-I. And they use 3D printing technology. In like a scanner to print the body or whatever, and yeah. he's piping it up. He's, he is piping it up. He's dabbing like actively, like the position his body is in is just like yeet. Like he's literally yeet yeet. It's so funny. If we had a website, I would link to it. So the oh, there's three of them. We'll just put it on our Facebook. There's three life size replicas of the dabbing Iceman. Oh, dab it! Look at this dude. Just yeet. Oh, I know it is fucking cabbage patching right now. Like, hard as fuck, dude. Uh, he's looking rough, dude. His lip, he's got like that two face thing going on where one of them's like. He's a little up. droopy. Yeah, he's got that like, like. But his oh, dab yeah. game. Beginning a mummy. Uh, like, I mean, in the dick look skin. good, bro. Yeah, he's, no, got, he's got, got a fat pack downstairs. He's got something going on down <laughs> That's there. the biggest mummy dick I ever seen. <laughs> Still perfectly preserved. <laughs> he looks like the fucking dude from all the Iron Maiden album art. Like, oh that my is his God. face. Dude, to it's like Eddie, yeah. 
Not Eddie. <laughs> Just dabbing Eddie. It's a Yeet. nice dick, Ed. <laughs> Run to the hill. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a story. Dab to the Go hills. Go for it. So they just found like a coral reef alongside the cool. Amazon River. I saw the article and didn't read it. It's good. It's really? Good. It's extremely, like, it's a, a vibrant ecosystem. It's thriving? Yeah. In it's, the face of global warming, it's thriving. Yeah, well, of course, there are conditions that are threatened. I mean, like, they're doing, like, onshore, like, drilling and shit. Like, that's getting <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, oh, it's that fucking everything up. Perfect. Yes. And, you know, like, the fucking ocean acidity is, like, skyrocketing. Sure. So that's all problems. But, yeah, they just recently found it. And it's fucking in the, uh, it ranges from, like, green algae in the north to, like, what are called these um, chemosynthetic animals that r- take they use chemicals. chemicals. Yeah, they take chemicals from to minerals that are around energy. them to produce energy. So, yeah. And uh, that's fucking cool. And you get yeah. a wide, just the fucking vast range of, of life forms that are in this kind of... Yeah. And it's, like, fucking thick mud, okay? Yeah. And it's at the mouth of the Amazon. With just so, nutrients and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. It's at the mouth of the Amazon, so there's just, I mean, it's just being fucking pounded by yeah. the sediment, and yeah. it's like fucking Very it's cool. there, dude. It's yeah, that's what's rad. interesting to me, because, like, that's, uh, like, the same kind of things around hydrothermal vents yeah, in the bottom of the ocean. They right. use yeah. chemosynthesis yes, instead of photosynthesis yeah. to create that, Yeah, that was, that, that's exactly what they said. That was one of the uh, techniques of extremophiles. Very to nice. Make, uh, to harp, like, you know, yeah, take chemicals, yeah. turn it into fucking energy. Very much, very much. Fucking buy it ass. Yeah, there's something like, Damn. it stretches for like, <laughs> fucking like 9,000 miles. I'm still looking for it's not like, 9,000 miles. I'm still looking for us to start genetically engineering bacteria that like, eat oil spills yeah, and no, turn it into like, energy or whatever. What? Six hundred miles. Oh, it's long. a six hundred. Yeah, how did crazy. we not find that earlier? That's a, yeah. It was. It's fucking insane, dude. It's what fucking... were we doing? <laughs> we're too busy painting mummies. It's fucking nine thousand five hundred square kilometers. What the fuck? Just pure ecosystem. We're worried about the barrier reef, but they moved. Yeah. They just moved to this place. They were just like, yeah, that, we. We gotta that. go. This place kind of sucks, actually. <laughs> they just went to another location. Yeah, it's fucking. They're on uh, vacation. Dominated by sponges and red algae. So oh, very nice. These are just you know, like Nickelodeon. Are, yeah, they don't need like a. But in the north, like I said, it's all green algae, and so sure. yeah, and you got all kinds of shit up there. So it's fucking red. Like, how did we not find that? Yeah, that's just been fucking sitting there for a minute. Now. I guess we don't go diving enough so, in the Amazon River. In the Amazon River. Yeah, I thought that was fucking. I thought that was fast. That's very pretty nice. amazing. Mic drop. Mic drop. Nailed it. All right, now all right outro. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Thought Rockets Podcast. If we said something particularly stupid and you want to let us know about it, hit us up at thoughtrocketproductions at gmail.com. Danny Yes. That was fucking perfect, dude. Woo! Perfect. Ty, I just spit it so hard.